It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's always kind of a surprise for us to get into the Minnesota Goodbye emails and see what people have written, because a lot of the time I don't pre-read them in advance. Um, we look at them and see like, okay, this one looks like it could be pretty good. So let's see what we've got today in the Minnesota Goodbye. Let me just pull one up here. Um, hey, y'all. No need to read this part on the radio, but I just want to say I appreciate you all so much listening to all your podcasts and daily on iHeart is still what I look forward to every day. I frequently think, crap, it's Saturday, so I don't have new content, LOL. Aw, so, thank you. And that's very nice. No, I appreciate that, and I definitely will read it because um, that means a lot to us. Uh, so what I was going to say is, have any of you had to go on medical leave for the first time in my life? I am asking for it tomorrow. I don't feel justified asking for it because it is for a purely mental health reason logically, I know that's 1,000% acceptable and partly why medical leave is in its place. But it feels so hard to say, I need this mental help. Any thoughts or advice? Thanks again for making my day. Uh, no, if you legitimately need it, then you legitimately need it. I do worry a little bit about the uh, mental health, um, I don't want to say fakers or claimers or whatever, but I, it, I think it takes away, not, I'm not saying this about you at all, but there are people who are like, oh, man, I got some mental health issues. It's like, no, you really don't. You're mm-hmm. sad and you're stressed or you're anxious. But there are people with genuine mental health issues that are in danger of hurting themselves, of hurting other people, of uh, disappearing into drugs or alcohol. Those are the people that I really worry about. And I don't want them to get blended in with your cousin Sue, yeah. who's anxious because she's buying a house. That kind of pisses me off. And, and and where do you draw the line? Where is the line between Cousin Sue's anxiety because she's pissed, she's worried about buying the house and somebody who's thinking about hurting themselves because they just feel anxious all the time for no good reason? Yeah, I think, you, I think you'd have to, at that point, if it got to the point where uh, people were doing it more frequently, I think you would have to probably have some kind of person examine you almost get like a doctor's note, don't you think? Like, yeah. I, I, mean, I don't know how that would work. I don't know either, but I think that, you know what, if you feel like you need it. Then you um, need it. And I'm not saying that you don't at all. Don't get me wrong. If you ne- feel like you need it, it's as legitimate as having like, you know, um, uh, I don't know, surgery for your bunions. Sure. You know, or something that's serious that's affecting your health. So. We've never taken off, though. No, I've never taken like mental health or like surgery off, knock on wood, anything like that. Um, I mean, I did but, want to have maternity leave, but that's it. Yeah, but it's just, I mean, through your life, you'll probably need to take some time off for some probably yeah. medical or mental health reasons. So no shame in that. Yeah. they If they give you any shit for it, then now it's a problem. All right, here we go with another one. Uh, let's see here. It says COVID runner. This was about your story you shared. Okay. Uh, this says only, and I'll just share the, the story really quickly here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to remember exactly what I said, but true story. I was in the starting corral with my friend Kelly, uh, getting for the ru- ready for the run on Sunday morning. We're excited. It's like 6:45, and we're like there, and people are excited. And a woman walks up. She's about 35 years old, 
And um, uh, and first of all, it was off-putting a little bit because she said, and who are you to my friend Kelly? As if I was with somebody that I shouldn't have been with, which was a little off-putting. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, weird, yeah. It's like, I don't have to introduce you to my friend, and she doesn't have to introduce her, herself to you. Um, so she goes on to say, and I found her very... I liked her a lot. She was yeah. a very down-to-earth person. She said, I'm running this race because my husband died of COVID, and he got COVID. He was not a masker. He didn't believe in it. He thought it was the flu, et cetera. And so he got it. I got it. He went into the hospital mid-December. Um, no, he got it. Then a week later, he was in the hospital. Then they intubated him, and he said, if I live through this, I will never take my health or my life for granted ever again. He died. Mm. He died. They pulled so him terrible. off of life support yeah. near the end of January. And she said he was healthy. He had a couple of beers now and then, but he was healthy. He was 35-ish, mm-hmm. and he died. And she said, now I'm a big believer. I don't believe. And she said, I was the same way. I thought it was the flu. I thought it was government control. So there's the backstory. So uh, this person writes in, only because I'm in healthcare, I get upset about stories like the one Dave mentioned about the COVID runner who stated her healthy husband was a COVID denier and died in January of this year. I have run into so many people who do not take this virus seriously, but many others that lie about it as well for sympathy or other reasons. She falls into the ladder, in my opinion, which hurts the true people that have suffered from this terrible disease. Well, I'm, I'm curious to see why he thinks she's lying, so let's read on. There were 1,000 deaths in Minnesota in January due to COVID. 80% were those over 65. Is there, if her husband was in his 30s, then there were 69 deaths. Of those, 74% were obese and all had comorbid conditions too. So, calling her out. Not saying her husband didn't, didn't die. He may have. But it sounds like a too convenient story I've heard a number of times of the so-called COVID denier that regrets his decision now. Just had to pass this on. Not to always believe those people. She may be the rare person telling the truth, but instead she is just looking to get sympathy and attention from you guys as celebrities. Please keep up the great work. COVID is real and dangerous, but I am just wary. So I think what he is saying is she, and I don't think she was, she seemed to be sincere. Mm -hmm. But I think what he's saying is there are people who are going around trying to show you, oh, you should believe in COVID. Listen to my story, which is a lie. Uh-huh. Now, I would feel terrible if she's listening because I don't think she was lying. No. That never occurred to me at all. Right. So, yeah. Because I think their, their point was with statistics, there are very few people that young that don't have underlying health conditions that yeah. have passed away. And maybe he did have some that she maybe, didn't want. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Another one says, Minnesota, goodbye. I want to start out by saying I love you guys, and I listen every day after I get home from work and sometimes the weekend. I don't listen in the morning because I love binging the episodes when I get to hear them and save them as a treat to myself after a long day. Wow, that's, that's really so nice. nice. Yeah. Anyway, I want to write a bunch of random things, but honestly, never really got around to it. I should start making a list so when you're short on emails, I can just send one. Yeah, but, you should. But I'm sad. My first email is about this. It bothered me since it happened. And listening to the show today, I decided to get it off my chest. I know you try your best not to make the show involve politics or much of the bad stuff going on in the world, but mention COVID and the vaccine quite frequently, which I understand is the world we are living in. But what's been bothering me is when we lost our service members in Afghanistan, you guys never mentioned a word about them. 
as I know you've said many times, you try not to talk about negative things on the radio, and you're there to make us happy and have a good day. Why did you neglect to mention those service members? The whole world was talking about it. Why not you? Uh, That's a legitimate question. Yeah. You're probably right. Um, I don't remember that we did mention them at all. And that's unusual because I come from a military family and um, and have a lot of respect and understanding for all the sacrifices that they make. And you're right. I don't know why we didn't yeah, talk about I it. Don't I, don't, I don't have an excuse. No, no, I, I won't give one. Yeah, I don't have an excuse. So um, uh, you're more than welcome uh, to point that out. Uh, I hope this email doesn't come off the wrong way. Just a gal coming from a military family who's a little sad. They did not get the recognition they deserve when they are as important as the rest of the news. Thanks and have a great day. Next time I'll bring something uh, more fun, I promise. Nope, that's that's a good point. And I again, I don't know why. I don't really even have an excuse, so I'm not going to try to think of one. Yeah, so, no. Okay. Um, uh, we are not perfect, so feel free to point out anything that we, uh, we don't get right. Uh, here's one that's called Importance of CPR. I'm a longtime listener from Arizona. I often hear Dave talk about the importance of CPR and AED in first aid. I am a certified instructor for the American for American Heart and Red Cross. I would love to come on the show and do a quick tutorial of the importance of CPR and how to do it. I would also love to have a class for the morning team to get you all certified. I can do a full class in about three hours. I will get myself to Minnesota, bring enough equipment so that everybody has their own mannequin to practice. I will teach and provide certifications to everyone at my expense. You can even bring your family members to learn as well. Anyone can learn CPR, and everyone should. Sadly, 70% of Americans may feel helpless to act during a cardiac emergency because they either don't know how to administer CPR or their training has significantly lapsed. This alarming statistic hits close to home because home is exactly where 88% of cardiac arrests occur. Put it very simply, the life you save with CPR is most likely to be someone you love. Mm. Four out of five cardiac arrests happen at home. Statistically speaking, if called on to administer CPR in an emergency, the life you save is likely to be someone at your home, a child, a spouse, a parent, or friend. Let me know if you're interested and we can arrange it. Most likely looking to do it anytime after October. Thanks so much. You are all amazing. From Nikki. Um, Nikki, I appreciate the offer. I actually was certified in CPR uh, for the Boy Scouts. Yeah. And so I'm pretty confident in my ability to do it. Hold on. Jenny is walking into the studio. Is everything okay? Oh, pause for pauses here. Okay. Well, let, we're probably yeah. about ready to wrap up the um, the uh, podcast anyway. We're a few minutes short. So, uh, but let me just tell you what's going on behind the scenes. So the people from Pause for Pause are here to get some pictures taken. And I told them, yeah, come in. They're one of our favorite pet charities. And I really, it would be rude of me to keep them waiting. Yeah. So I will, we're just about ready with the end of the podcast anyway. You know what? I'm, I'm going to get back to you, Nikki. Um, uh, that's a lot to ask. And I appreciate you offering to come in at your own expense. Yeah. I'm going to say we'll pass on that one. Yeah. Uh, unless you want to, Fallon. I mean, I know I should, but I, yeah, it's a really, uh, honestly, it's a really awkward proposition because it's like you feel like a dick to say no, yep. honestly, yep. because you've offered all of it for free. And I know it's as quick as three hours, but, and then you're like, but I don't want to do it because I don't want to spend three hours on a Saturday doing it. 
And then it's like, yeah, but it could save someone's life. It's honestly it's a really awkward thing to say no to, um, honestly. I, I think it's okay. And Nikki, you understand this. I'm I sorry. think I think that, you know, with our lives and our personal lives and, and you know, we need time away also. And we don't get much time away. We really don't. So we need time away to do nothing and to go hiking and to sit in a tub. And, and we just kind of need time away. So one more work commitment, even though, and I appreciate so much yeah, you offering. Yeah, that's so kind. But there is a lot of power in the word no. And uh, and I think we will use that power with all due respect for your kindness and your offer. Nikki, thank you so much. Um, uh, send an email to ryanshow at kdwb.com. And thank you for listening to the Minnesota Goodbye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.